Before we start this podcast, I would like to take a moment to recognize the lives of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey, and also the many, many more Black people who have been murdered, assaulted, and targeted by either police or white supremacists. As a Black podcast, we stand for the protesters and we feel the rage of this injustice that happens every other day. Speak out, support your friends of color, specifically your Black friends of color. Black Lives Matter and they continue to matter every day. Not just this weekend, but every moment of our lives. There will be a link in the show notes to support the protesters that have been arrested, the Black Lives Matter movement, and the families of those that lost a loved one due to this injustice. As you also may be aware, this podcast will not be sponsored by anyone. There will be no revenue, and I have already pledged to give all the desk hours that I work this year to be donated to multiple organizations. I suggest you try to do the same. And to my non-Black POC and white comrades who are listening to this podcast, please educate yourselves, donate, protest, and help protect the lives of your friends. Hi, welcome back to a melanin podcast. I'm your host, Tatiana Marie, and today's episode, we will be having a more serious tone. This podcast is usually very light, and even with serious situations, we try to spread positivity and make a few jokes here and there, but this topic is very much so something that has bothered me for a while, and I think it's important to focus on this because this is part of what's happened this weekend and the continued silence of Black creators on different platforms. But today we're going to be focusing on one particular app, TikTok, and their treatment of Black creators in the past year. We're going to be talking about not only the allegations of TikTok removing videos about Black Lives Matter, but also the creator protests that happened about two weeks ago and overall what black creators feel about tiktok and things that have happened so far so stay tuned this one's gonna be a deep one but i hope you listen and i hope you enjoy For this to get started, I think it'll be great to reference the, let's say, the beginning of this year, Jalila or Jalila. Um, if I'm saying that incorrectly, I apologize. Harmon, the original creator of one of the most famous TikTok dances and what really blew the app was the Renegade. In March, uh, a New York Times article released her name and her story about how she came up with the Renegade a year ago. Yet she felt uncredited and believed that she should be getting what others, especially non-POC white creators, were getting the sponsorships, the followers, the TV deals. This article quickly became viral and she got a major sort of popularity. She was invited to the NBA All-Star Weekend and she performed on stage she was able to finally go to Ellen and have her shining moment, and she received a $10,000. Uh, 
I don't know if it was a scholarship or just $10,000, but she did receive that. But for many, her popularity came too late. Many, like I said, many non-PLC TikTok creators took this dance and ran for it. Now, I'm not saying it is Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Rae's fault because it was has been proven that they were not the ones to take her dance, but they did contribute to the culture of not allowing Black creators the credit they deserve. This has been a thing that has happened on YouTube, music, etc. And this continues to be a thing. I think it's important that if you are doing a TikTok dance, whether it's with a friend, that you credit the creator. So the next time that you do a TikTok dance, think about who done it and be sure to credit them. Another thing that's been going on with TikTok is um, lots of racist TikToks have been released. April in particular was a really bad month for um, the world of TikTok because every t- it's like every TikTok that could come out <laughs> that is racist <laughs> has come out. Um, the first one being... Uh, a white girl and boy who decided to release a TikTok of them essentially combining different cups of water to create a N-word, um, including black stereotypes, including eating watermelon, going to jail, not having a dad, etc. Luckily, the community called them out for it. They were expelled from school. Their college admissions were suspended. And overall, they don't have a future, which is deserved. We preach about free speech, but with all free speech, there are consequences. After that happened, we then had this viral TikTok trend where people were like, it was a sound. I do not know what it was. But and then they're like frozen into a position. A lot of people decided to take this and run with it and be frozen in positions that were condescending to black people, resembling slaves picking cotton. So that happened. It's something that I don't think the mass majority knows about. It was a very much big Twitter thing that was happening and a lot of it got swept under the rug but I think this is we need to highlight this happening because it just proves the racist agenda that a lot of people don't realize that they have you're not reporting these videos these videos keep circulating you liking these videos it's not going to help stop these videos and they continue to happen tiktok failed to put these videos down but a lot of black creators have said that the littlest thing they do they can get basically violations out the get-go they get harsher punishments than their white creator friends and it's just at the end of the day not a good sign for tiktok black creators have also called out tiktok because they don't see themselves in the for you page every for you page is catered to people's likes but it's hard it was hard for me to get mine curated to black tiktokers because they're not originally put up on the page when you see them in the app you have to seek them out it's something that i have been continuing to work on every time i went on tiktok every black creator i saw i would like a their video so I can get black creators but not everybody's doing that and 
these creators felt like their voices weren't heard. So they decided to stage a protest, uh, starting with a TikTok by Lex Scott. Black creators have asked that on a certain date, which was May 19th, they asked that users will, one, change their photo to the Black Power Fist and saw to the black creators to unfollow any tiktok accounts that weren't part of the movement or making fun of the movement support at least one new black tiktoker and follow them uh the movement had hashtags such as black voices heard and i'm black movement black creators use this movement to share their stories about racism them figuring out what it's like to be black and overall just trying to spread the message some big creators joined the movement and expressed their solidarity with the black creators. To many, they believe it was a success. According to the CNN article that I referenced, many saw their pages for the first time filled with black people and they felt so proud. This protest was something that I've seen kind of made fun of on Twitter, but I think it's important because as a creator on a very popular platform, if you feel like your voice isn't heard because of the fact that you are not on the Explore page, which is where a majority of people get their content, most people aren't searching up people. Most people aren't looking through their follower feed, their Explore page. I'm sorry, their For You page. So for this to happen was a very cool movement and I remember being on TikTok that day and seeing all those black creators make their voices heard was incredible but uh it soon became sober because two weeks later we had the death of George Floyd which again was not received well on TikTok on Thursday, when the video surfaced, many TikTok creators went to TikTok to express their support for the Black Lives Matter movement, to express, to give awareness of what was going on. And TikTok chose to censor many of those posts. Any post with the hashtag George Floyd or hashtag Black Lives Matter were censored, removed, giving community guideline violations. TikTok made a statement saying that this was due to a bug and was not due to their own review teams, but many had pledged to boycott TikTok because this was something that they were passionate about and so many TikTokers had creative videos about, but TikTok was annoying and muting their voices. As creators, many people had decided not to use TikTok much of the POC community on Twitter, and not just including back people, deleted their TikTok apps in solidarity for the creators that were being silenced. TikTok then released a statement, I believe yesterday, stating the following. At TikTok, we deeply value the diverse voices among our users, creators, artists, partners, and employees. We stand with the Black community and are proud to provide a platform where hashtag Black Lives Matter and George Floyd generated powerful and important content with over 1 billion views. We are committed to fostering a community, is fostering a space, I apologize, where everyone is seen and heard. Now take that thing as you will. Many 
TikTok creators are not <laughs> taking it seriously, which they have every right to do. TikTok released this way too late. They should have been like this since the beginning. I have noticed when I went into the app that hashtag Black Lives Matter has, was the top thing on the search page, which is pretty good. They did address the supposed bug that was doing this and they fixed it. But for what cause? Like the Renegade situation, this may have happened too late. Though on the positive side, we have seen a mass amount of the most popular TikTok creators using their platforms to uplift Black voices and spread their support for the Black community. Um, many, including Charlie D'Amelio, who we mentioned earlier, and Addison Ray, took their 60 seconds on TikTok to explain what was happening and explain how to donate. Now that the hashtags are back on, we are seeing more and more content there. Explaining to protesters how to cover yourselves up with gas masks and how to get out of zip tie situation. This content is helping protesters and non-POCs who are not Black understand what it's like to be Black in America, in the world, and are using these to educate themselves. So the situation with TikTok is very up and down. I can't say what side I'm really on. On one side, I believe that they are just trying to do the right thing and there were mistakes on the way but on the other side with all the allegations that have been happening so far I just don't know this is something that I would love to start a conversation with so if you have any comments or thoughts about this whole situation you can message the official podcast Instagram which is at at Papa Melanin pod with that, I give you my closer. Hello, so I hope you enjoyed this episode today, even though it was more of a somber tone. I encourage you all to support Black TikTok creators. I would love, I'm going to do a post about this episode if you leave some ads of either your own TikTok account or your favorite black creators on it. I think it'd be really great to support those people at a time like this. If you like to hear more of me, if you want to hear my voice every week, you can subscribe on any listening platform, including Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you would like to follow more of the podcast related things, you can follow it at Papa Melanin Pod. And if you like to follow me, the creator and host, my at is it's Tati Marie. I'll see you next week. This is a, a Melanin Podcast.